1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. College Football Time page. Let's do it. Just just give me like your biggest takeaway. Just anything that you just the thing with what we do with the NFL. What do you want to talk about first here?
0: Well, I will have to say, USC's offense is the real <laughs> deal. I mean, we got to start with that Fresno game. Oh, real deal. Yeah. Here's the thing about USC, though, man. That game was so frustrating to watch because in the first quarter, of the first half, Fresno State would get USC in third and long. And Jake Hainer died. <laughs> Jay Kaner got hurt, too. That did not help. High ankle sprain. Look like looks They like got USC in third and long, and they could not get off the field. And also, USC's defense isn't very good, so that's why I'm fascinated with the Oregon State game this week because Oregon State can run the ball, and if their defense can get USC off the field on third down, that's going to be a tough game. But Caleb Williams, look, obviously, he's still with Lincoln Riley now at USC. They look great together. But, uh, yeah, I, I just I don't think USC is as good as people think. Because when they play a team with a real defense and a team that can expose their defense, I think it's going to be a wake up call for them. And then also, Ryan, I mean, the upsets that continue to happen around college football. Last week it wasn't as crazy as like Notre Dame going down and AM and all that stuff. But you had Bowling Green, 16 and a half point dogs. They beat Marshall yeah. after Marshall That's just beat of- Notre Dame. Yeah, that was a great Then The them. game we were watching on Friday night, Wyoming took out Air Force. That hurts. That was a big upset. Talked about it with Chase Kitty, Tulane, 13-point dogs. They beat Kansas State after K-State was head. looking ahead to, to Oklahoma. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, college football, this is one of those years where you can get some value on some teams, maybe looking ahead in some upset spots. Penn State, you know, there's been there's been the stigma around James Franklin. The trends and stats back it up that when he goes on the road, when he plays these games as short favorites, Penn State doesn't do well. He's now 2-0 in those games, beat Purdue. Now he went down to the plains, beat Auburn. A lot of people were wondering who was going to be that team after Ohio State and Michigan in the Big Ten. And it's it's Penn State. I yeah, mean, I, I think I'll agree. With, I'll agree with even that. though it's week three, I think we can kind of say that those are the three teams that have kind of separated themselves. And speaking of the Big Ten, Ryan, to me, I can't wait to watch Michigan this week. They've had the biggest joke of a non-conference schedule I've ever seen in my life. Dude, Hawaii. Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn. Doesn't get any more cupcake than that. Now they play a a decent team in Maryland this week. Maryland's 3-0. They beat a solid SMU team last week. Bet them. But I'm just, I don't really think the books really know what to do with Michigan. They opened up as 20-point favorites and people came in. Now it's down to 16 and a half. I'm like, I have to fire away on that. That's short. So I I took Michigan.
1: I think it should be 17 and a half.
0: So that was my takeaway on that. Also, Florida. This is Florida's now third ranked team that they're gonna play. And you in gotta four drop weeks. them in your
1: power rankings. You have to Florida. Yeah. Right? I mean they, they should have lost that game.
0: They should have South Florida. This is the third ranked team they're playing in four four weeks, obviously. Utah and Kentucky. Now they're playing Tennessee. Ryan, Tennessee has never been a favorite of more than seven and a half points to Florida since, like, the 70s. I still and don't think I could ten take the Gators. And they're 10.5-point favorites and this we, week. We
1: talked about this last night. I was surprised, man, actually, by that line, you know? But I still don't think I could do it with the Gators.
0: With the hook, I had to. Once I, I saw the 10.5. At 10, I couldn't. But once I saw the 10.5, I'm like, I have to take them.
1: My problem there is just, okay, I mean, yeah, because that's the way I want to play it. But I'm worried about Anthony Richardson. Like, looks like, he looks pretty dinged up right now. He looks injured. And are they going to be able, let's say yeah. like he's hurt. Are they going to be able to hang with Tennessee? Like, I'd, be, I'd bet the over in that game, Tennessee could hang 45 on that.
0: I've just watched enough Tennessee football to know that when everybody's ready to believe in them, they play in a marquee game like this. It's mm. been a long time since they've delivered. You know what I See, mean?
1: Yeah, no, I, I You do. know what I, I mean? Do. My wife f- went there. And we if walk- there's a
0: school that gives them trouble that's not Alabama, it yeah. is the Florida Gators. I like Hypo, though, man. I will say no, that. No, I do, too. I, I really question that higher, but credit to Tennessee because – He's really done a great job. Hendon Hooker looks great. Um, What are some other big takeaways? He looks really good. Yeah, he does look really good. Texas A&M, Ryan, I mean, it's the same story every year. Jimbo gets all these five-star recruits. They're great on defense. They have the skill position, guys. But ever since Jameis and his Florida State days and now at A&M, he cannot get the quarterback position right. They cannot score points. 17, they scored against Miami. They went with Max Johnson, as we kind of predicted here on the show. and here they are again, favored against Arkansas this week, which I think Arkansas is better, but I don't want to take Arkansas in that game. Arkansas's got Bama next week. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's a great look-ahead spot. I'm glad that you brought that up. I want to hit on something in that game, too, something that I was off on, and I'm just going to call this one early. I know it's only three weeks of football. Uh, I'm still not down on my over eight and a half win total for Miami. I don't know that they're gonna that they're gonna that they're going to win the ACC. Doesn't appear so. Uh, the way that they looked, and the way that they continue to look offensively, like they haven't even looked good. They didn't even look that great against Bethune Cookman. And if you could point that out on the map, congratulations. They look terrible. Yeah, where uh, is that? By the way? You, you know where I was wrong. Yeah, I wait, actually wait, I have wait. no idea. I- <laughs> You know where I was wrong? Where's that? I said that I thought that there was an outside shot that maybe Tyler Van Dyke could be the first quarterback taken in this year's draft. And this is a draft that's going to feature CJ Stroud yeah. and Bryce Young, who I know he's small. And every time he gets hit, he flies back like 50 yards, but he's so damn good. He literally threw Alabama on his back against Texas. He is probably capable of winning another Heisman this year. Yeah, Van Dyke does not look good. He looks like a dude that was the third string quarterback heading into the spring last season, man. And that's exactly what he was. And then he just had a ridiculous run. I mean, in those upset wins, he beat Pitt. I believe they beat NC State last year. And in those games, he threw for nearly 400 yards. He had five straight games, uh, five straight weeks where he threw for over 350 yards to close out the season. Nobody had done that since Bernie Kosar. Mm -hmm. He's six foot four. He can make every single throw. He's big. He's tall. And I know that I don't, they don't really have any weapons on the outside. You know, I, I, Will Mallory, uh, Keyshawn Smith hasn't been great this year. Jacoby George, like, these are the guys that he's throwing to, I get. And I know AM's defense is pretty tough, but 21 of 41 passing, 217 yards, 5.3 yards on, on average. His QB rating, 57.3. Doesn't look very good to start the season right now. I don't even know that he goes in the first round, Van Dyke. I like Levis more. I do too. He's great. Yep. He's awesome. And yep. I love that Kentucky team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They I wrap up, they tackle, they gang tackle. We haven't even seen Chris Rodriguez yet for them. Run game's only going to get better if he does come back. Dude, the biggest takeaway, actually, really quickly, I said I, I said, you could make the spread 32, and I'm betting Georgia. They won that game 48-7. to seven. Some money they, came in on South Carolina. Why? Why? Spencer Rattler is a turnover machine. That defense, I know they lost all those dudes in the NFL. Probably better this year. The tight end room we talked about this. Washington uh, Bowers they have the number one, number three, and number twelve tight ends in the country. And Stetson Bennett is not a game manager. They have Ooh. the number two passing offense in college football. Bennett's Maybe number really one now. Good. I haven't even checked this week. Uh, I did more NFL stuff, but dude, he could win the Heisman this year. He I could. Three weeks of football. But I he know looks good. he
0: could. I, I talked about this with my college friends at Bama. I'm like, you watch Georgia play, and that's what like Alabama used to look like, like five six years ago. All
1: right, so you're a Bama guy. Yeah. All right, right now, going into the season, I was like, this might be Bama's best team in a decade. I I love the defensive side of the ball. Watching Georgia, and again, you could tell me if this is overreaction. On a neutral field, I think Georgia should be a two-point favorite over Alabama. Going into the season, I thought it should be Bama two and a half, maybe even three.
0: Totally agree with you. I thought, see, because here's the thing. It it was like a couple years ago. You thought that heading into this season, Georgia got a little worse and Bama got a little better. So because of that, that's why they probably should have been favored. But now I agree with you. If these two teams play tomorrow on a neutral site, I think Georgia would be favored.
1: Also, uh, my dumb tweet of the weekend, I said Ohio State is going to lose to Michigan for the second straight year. That game, obviously, in Ohio State, at Ohio State at the shoe. A um, little overreaction so, on your Hold on, part. hold on. So Michigan, <laughs> like you said, they played absolutely nobody. That Hawaii team might be the worst team in college football history. We'll see. If they <laughs> win a game, I'll be shocked. It's a five-point <laughs> spread this weekend. I don't know how you bet Hawaii. Uh, dude, so, Michigan's looked really good. They've looked great, right? But then Ohio State, I bet against them. I took Toledo, who I really do like in the MAC. Ohio State hung 77 points on them. Ohio State is probably going to beat Michigan. Yeah. They but are. I just, I wanted to take, and I wanted to fire up the Ohio State fans. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.